Blog Talk Radio. Welcome one and all. This is Robert Rogers, and you are now connected to Parkinson's Recovery on this quite beautiful and magnificent day on the shores of the Puget Sound. We have sailboats today out on the Sound. We have a gorgeous view of Mount Rainier in the distance, and our little fox family is playing on the beach. So the day couldn't be more magnificent, and the program today as well could not be more engaging. As many of you are aware, I, on this weekly radio program every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific time, find individuals to interview of all types and modalities. I interview individuals who have Parkinson's, uh, who are doing interesting and engaging things to get relief from their symptoms. I interview healthcare providers of all types and modalities who tell us the kinds of things they're doing uh, to help their clients and their patients. I'm looking uh, to uncover every possible avenue that could be considered by individuals who happen to have the symptoms of Parkinson's who are looking uh, for ways to get relief from their symptoms and find ways uh, to become eventually symptom-free. So that's the whole purpose of Parkinson's recovery. You can uh, get updates on all the shows and also uh, the kind of discoveries that I'm uh, uncovering in my interviews and my research uh, by signing up for the free newsletter at the main website, which is parkinsonsrecovery.com. Now, you're probably wondering, okay, what's up today? What's on the show? And what am I going to be listening to for the next hour? I've got a truly fascinating experience that I'm about to play for you. It uh, has perplexed me that I've had many conversations with individuals who are perplexed and puzzled by the challenge of trying to ascertain what therapies, what treatments, what modalities they ought to consider next. And also by individuals who are trying to sort through what are the primary factors that are causing their symptoms. Now, we know that there are a large number of factors that do cause the neurological network to get gummed up and that create the actual symptoms of Parkinson's. So it's not a simple problem to solve. And so what many people do is to obviously just uh, start to experiment and try one modality after another. It has occurred to me now for a number of months that uh, there may be other ways to figure out what you could experiment with. And one of those ways, as wild and crazy as this may seem, is getting a consultation from a psychic, an individual that has this uncanny ability to be able to get information that uh, those of us who are not psychic uh, can't get on our own or at least don't know how to get or at least don't know that we can get it on our own. So I actually had an uh, opportunity uh, from an individual uh, well-known as a psychic uh, with incredible reliability and validity in the grand city of New York um, by the name of Lenore to receive a psychic reading for myself. Now, you probably are wondering, okay, uh, how is that going to help me? And here's the answer. Uh, I have to admit that I was a bit uh, apprehensive in the very beginning about getting a reading because uh, my idea of a psychic reading is that the psychic goes into this strange place and they begin to tell you about all the bad things 
that are going to happen to you in your life. You know, they'll rattle off one thing after another and tell you there's going to be an earthquake uh, and it's going to uh, rattle your house and uh, and rattle your nerves. Uh, uh, your your pet is going to get sick. You're going to get ill with this or that. You know, all this gloom and doom kind of prediction. And then, of course, they're going to give you a date. And as it turns out, uh, as you'll hear in this particular psychic reading that was given for me, that's that's not what happens uh, when you get a psychic reading from Lenore. We're talking about a positive, incredibly positive reading that gives you support and direction for being able to know what are the next steps you need to take in your life. I want everyone to know that um, I have never met this individual. I do not know this individual. This individual does not know anything about me, and that's the way psychics work. They don't have to know the individual in order to be able to uh, get information and convey information about who they are. I have another thing I want to say before I actually turn this interview on, which I only had a few days ago with her, and that is I want everybody to know that I did not edit anything out in this particular interview. I mean, this is not an edited interview. I do, I do have to do that sometimes when there's garble on the phone. But what you're going to hear is the straight discussion that I had with her from the very beginning of the interview until the end, which takes about uh, 45 or 50 minutes or so. And as a teaser, I've got something else uh, to tell you about, hoping that you'll be able to hang in there and listen to the entire program. The teaser is this. There is a way that uh, Lenore is going to explain to everyone about how you can get information about the kinds of choices and decisions that you need to make for yourself doesn't cost anything. It's free. It's easy to do. You can do it anywhere, in the grocery store, in the drugstore, at home, while you're taking a walk. You can do it anywhere. And the teaser is this particular system requires the involvement of a chair or a heavy object. So with that teaser, I'm not going to tell you uh, how this particular works, because she has a very eloquent explanation of how she uses this particular system herself to make choices and decisions about what she needs to do for herself. So here's the deal. What you're going to now hear is this reading that Lenore is giving to me for myself, and you'll get a sense of what the what a psychic reading is all about, how it works, uh, the exchange uh, that happens between me and her. Nothing here is rehearsed. We had no preconceived idea of how this was supposed to unfold. We, we literally just started. And uh, clearly, she'll talk at the end if you're interested in pursuing this about how you might be able or interested in uh, being able to get actually in touch with her. So this is Robert Rogers from Parkinson's Recovery on the shores of the Puget Sound, where we provide information, support, and resources to individuals to help them get relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's disease. And on my program today, what you're going to hear is an interview with Lenore. Another suggestion I've got for those of you who are connecting through your computers live, there is a chat session that you can connect into here right on the uh, panel. And so if you'd like to be able to connect in there, all you have to do is to click, 
and you can sign up by giving your email. It's a very simple kind of thing. And then you can have exchanges with individuals about uh, what we're talking about or perhaps about your own experience with uh, getting psychic readings from individuals. So join, join in to the chat session, and uh, you'll be able to write back and forth about what's actually happening. If you don't sign in, uh, you can actually read what other people are saying, but you can't actually participate. So, I mean, signing in is no big deal. I think all you have to do is just give uh, an email address. So there's the chat session that you can participate in at the very same time that you're actually listening to my interview with Lenore. So here it is. Again, Robert Rogers from Parkinson's Recovery. This is one possibility of many, many, many possibilities that I suggest you might consider for being able to help you sort through the direction that would be most beneficial for you to take and being able to get relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's. This is Robert Rogers from Parkinson's Recovery. We have a very special event for you today. As I know all of you know, I am always uh, searching for any and all possibilities for healing and for helping individuals who have the symptoms of Parkinson's find relief from their symptoms. So anything up is up for grabs as far as I am concerned. And today, I have the most fascinating opportunity myself to be able to explore one possible way to be able to get very useful information that can help me maintain my health and wellness and grow as an individual and figure out things that I, I really know nothing about. And that is by being able to, to, to receive a psychic Reading, you, you heard that correctly. I'm now uh, going to be able to uh, receive information from an individual who is an incredibly talented psychic whose name is Lenore. So uh, talk about having fun. Um, what we're going to now do is, uh, first of all, thank, thank her for joining me today on this most engaging and fascinating experience, at least for me, in being able to learn more about um, who I am, what I am, where I'm going, and what, I, what I'm all about uh, from an individual who has the ability to get that information and to tell me things that I'm really not aware of. So thank you so much for being on the program today. Thank you. Thank you. And so I'll just put it in your lap and uh, okay. ask you to say, oh, I should also mention before we proceed uh, further, uh, when she does reading, she really does not have to know anything about the individual. Uh, so we've never met, and uh, so she knows very little about me. And so she's basically going to get the information and begin to tell me things that are, are obviously going to be very useful and helpful to me. All right. That's what I do, and it's a gift. And I found the gift about five years ago, and I'm a senior. And um, I didn't know I was doing it until one of my friends, I said, gee, I'd like to do psychic work. And he said, you've been doing it. <laughs> you didn't even know it, huh? I didn't know it. <laughs> I said, oh, oh, really? That's so interesting. You know, they'd ask for advice. <laughs> and I always had, well, as a woman, you know, you have a lot to say anyway. <laughs> So I didn't think it was so different. But anyway, Robert, this should be about you. So um, Robert's kind, very thoughtful, and he even gets back to people. <laughs> and he follows through, and he has integrity, and he likes having integrity. It's a way of life. Um, 
you like what you do, and you seem to love people. Um, and I don't think people understand that you're cautious, but behind all the wonderful things you do, there's somebody saying, now take it easy, or do it slower, or check <laughs> into this, just don't leap. And um, it said you like um, you like helping people. It's a reward. It's really you feel as good helping them as you feel when somebody helps you. It's just a way of life. And what it does, it spills over into other people's lives, how you are, so that they want to help and join and be counted and do what you're doing. And they don't even know it, but they're... Um, they're enhanced by your friendship or by your commitment. And they do get a chance to try some new things, which is very important, that they don't stumble and say, nothing helps and I can't go on, because you renew their faith, because you have so much faith. I think that's one of the most important things about you is that you have faith that we can move on or ahead or make a difference in this world. You live by that credo that you're making a difference and you're doing it with your family and with good relationships with people and your voice on the phone gets people enrolled so that they want to share and do and do what you need which is marvelous because you get on the phone and it's like they're happy to help instead of, I don't do that. <laughs> That's not in my job description. <laughs> I don't have to be there for other people. So I think what you do is there's lightning going on and thunder in the background. So what you do is enhance the people and get them to use their better qualities or more... I guess qualities are that are helpful to them and to others, and that um, this is very important for people to see that you can get the good outcome not by yelling and saying, "Robert, I want you to do this," but by me saying, "Robert, um, you know, it's such a help to talk to you," and uh, that works. And people don't even know they're being enrolled. So I found out that um, doing readings sometimes gives people a little bit of a window of seeing how they're handling things and what they're doing and how they can enhance other people's lives as well as their own. And um, Robert is among the few that um, ethically there for everybody. And that's the reading. If you have questions, I'll be glad to answer any. Oh, I, yes, I'd love to ask you some questions. Great. Um, what do I need to confront in myself that I can't see? That you can't see? That I don't know, that I can't see, that I'm blocking out for whatever reason. Um, 
Well, that's really hard that we don't see ourselves. You know, I think, oh, I speak gently, and then I find out <clears throat> when I hang up or something or see the friend, I'm a little strident. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that you have to know what you don't see. It'll Everything will be revealed if you're open. There's nothing that will be hidden from you if you want um you're already on that path by enrolling people so you're not stepping on toes you're not pushing your way you don't have to change anything you're enthusiastic you're caring you're supportive i think you just have to accept that the universe is giving you as much as you need to know mm, that's in your case i'm sorry robert what we started I, I, I was just saying that's interesting are yes, well, you see that you're missing something, and the universe sees that you're doing it because they would give you a nice, big, healthy lesson. Oh, right. That's true, isn't it? Uh, I uh, am not aware of any significant health issues that I have. Are there any issues that I do have that I'm just not aware of? Um, neglect. It says you neglect yourself. You don't really give it as much attention as you give others for you. Is it true? That's true. And so give me some more assistance. W what direction can I have about how I need to better take care of myself? Um, let's see what it says. Well, you're really doing a lot. You have to look at the the general things. Are you eating well? Are you eating meals that you need are you getting enough you tend to listen about beef it says so you don't eat much of it but are you getting enough protein are you energetic do you need more vitamins minerals uh, something to relax you that you're pressuring yourself do you need to change your outlook in that you want it fixed and done immediately, and maybe the universe is a little bit slower than you are. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I don't see a problem in the areas that you mentioned. Let's see if I see any problem. You know, you, you, you use up your time for people a lot, so sometimes you're short of time. That's really true. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of that. And I do uh, uh, record meditations all the time, and I keep telling people, well, take care of yourself. Do things for yourself. And, of course, here I am <laughs> doing yes. that. You know, I'm, if I listen to myself, I'm projecting out exactly what I ought to do for myself. And I keep reminding myself, gee, I've, I've got to stop working 20 hours a day. I need to uh, do some things for myself. So. Well, the message can be given to others by if you just sit down and think for five or ten minutes or However you get to your thoughts, I don't know if you meditate or you just breathe or you just just sit there and just think, how can I shorten this? How can I get the message across? But a short message. Great. Because yeah. most of us are not listening to other people. So though we give superb advice and everybody would be healed, it's not exactly that I have always listened. So you really can shorten the message you know and even preface it with 
are you willing to listen and change? Because otherwise, there's no point in asking. Right. And your time is too valuable, really, to talk and have people say, yes, you're right, yes, I should, <coughs> and continue the same way. That's very helpful. I am uh, actually this weekend uh, doing a healing uh, technique on myself that uh, Deborah has just learned to correct my eyesight. I've been uh, nearsighted my whole life, and now I've really realized that I can actually correct it so that I can see without glasses now. Uh, do you get that that's going to be successful? Apparently it takes uh, about four or five days. So I'm thinking, this is totally cool. Um, um, well, I don't want to one way or the other. It may, let's see. If not you, that it helps a lot. It'll help some through relaxing, and you can help others. I don't know that you'll get as much of a healing as it sounds like they're offering for doing this. So it's going to help, and it's certainly worth doing, it sounds like, and the yes, actual outcome and, is a bit. And the actual outcome is that you're learning to relax a little bit. Oh, right. That's which true. is what you need, and we're maybe calling it fixing eyesight when it's really fixing, relaxing a little bit and uh, just slowing down. That's a wonderful insight for me. I have really an important question to ask you about Parkinson's recovery, uh, and that really has to do with what you might get with regard to the direction I need to pursue for Parkinson's recovery. I'm currently doing all kinds of things, and I have lots of choices about how to spend my time with writing books and doing audio uh, meditations and uh, obviously spending time with, uh, with uh, uh, clients. Uh, going on the road and making uh, presentations all over the country. There's just uh, and doing my radio program or extending that. There's just so many choices for me, and obviously not that much time to do all of them. Do you uh, have any suggestions for where yes. I might place my emphasis? Yes, absolutely. Do what you love, and if you really feel a need to do that, or you feel that this would be more efficacious. That do that because you really know already what you should do. So we just don't access it all the time. So let it come from within me rather than yes. asking the question, well, what do other people need? The key I, would be... I can, yes, you. Oh, I can do that. That's great. That's the answer I need. <laughs> so oh, what, what do I, I want to do? <laughs> and I'll just go and do it. And what does it matter really whether it helps anybody or not? <laughs> Right. Well, um, if that's your intention, it should help because it's more information. Right. You know, it's like somebody just said to me, they get black and blue easily. I said, well, from 20 years ago, take more vitamin C, you know, but a lot more, and do an arm test so that it's it's not just a simple thing. It opens up other modalities and things. It, what, what you're... At your level and stage, all you have to do is put out there that you want to do something um, that will enhance you and other people. And um, it says that it, what the thing that you're going to learn on it is being calmer. Oh. Is recentering into myself, you mean? Is that yes. the idea? 
yeah, it's just not, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. It's like, okay, I'll give people a chance when I learn to do this more or just work with people that, as I breathe here, the answer came to me, you know, as, as I breathe deeply. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yes, I, I can't really? be, I can't begin to tell you how helpful that is to me. Uh, as people listen to this, they may be curious about how do you get, all, where do all of these incredibly useful and meaningful insights come from? How do you get them all? I, I'm really a, a viaduct. <laughs> I don't know what. I, I'm a um, teacher. So I guess then I listen to all the things that worked. And sometimes I don't tell people to do something or be calm. I just say, Go to a group, go do shiatsu, go do judo, you know, do, um, you know, more active things, less active, yoga, and let the message of the universe come through you and not to discard what, what keeps coming up. Like if you were saying, I do too much, I do too much, you're asking, you know, and then saying to yourself, well, if I do too much, I'd like to know how to slow down. And then it immediately comes to me, because I've been doing this for a long time, is that you don't do the chaff. You do the wheat. You do the major thing that's important to you and to get the message out, and the little messages are not as important. Like teaching somebody, you're in trouble with making a decision. and you're, nah, 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 nah. So what you do is you take a deep breath, and you let it out, and you just get to a calmer place, and you say, okay, I guess I'll just do what's best. And then the universe takes over. It's quantum physics. Yeah, that's great. Then I'll know immediately. Oh, You'll here's, know, and here's you'll... how I need to spend the day, <laughs> and I can just go do that. And you don't even have to pick a day, or, or you can pick each week. Right. That's so interesting. It's what? interesting you say that because uh, uh, today, although I had a huge block of work to do this morning, uh, I, uh, I kept thinking, oh, I want to call you and get my reading. <laughs> it's like oh. that, that was at the top of my list. That was the one thing I wanted to accomplish today is be able to talk with you. How lovely. Yeah. Well, that's a lovely opportunity for me, and I love to help people. And if, if one sentence goes you know, into somebody's lifestyle to say, just trust the universe if you – have a positive attitude, the universe has a positive attitude for you, uh -huh. which is what you know about your life. Yes, that, that is true. I do know that. Many people who are listening to our discussion uh, do have uh, symptoms of Parkinson's, and of course there can be many, many different kinds of symptoms. And I know from uh, talking with many individuals that there's frustration out there about uh, uh, what to do in terms of uh, therapies or treatments or, you know, where to look, where to go. There's just so many alternatives out there and possibilities of what people could consider in ways to get relief from their symptoms. Now, if they were to, uh, to call you and, uh, and be able to get a reading from you, would you be able to give some support and direction to a person in that kind of situation? Yes, I don't think I tell people what to do. But I kind of point out what they're doing already, which may en be enhanced, and what they can add to it, and what they can trust of their own thinking and mind and uh, c intention. 
I would like to bring to their consciousness the intention that they have so that it's like I'd, I'd like to um, sleep better or I'd like to walk better or I'd like to do this better. I think it's just opening up and trusting that something, you know, like somebody comes to you and says, oh, I've got this new thing, you've got to try it. If we trust the universe and we're positive, some new modality will say, here I am, just waiting for you to try it. And if it doesn't work, there'll be another one. I think you would have found this out. I imagine, you know, with all your openness, that the universe would be telling you, oh, try this. Well, maybe that, well, it's not working out. That's just it. If you weren't supposed to speak to me, it wouldn't have worked out today that you could tell <laughs> That's really true, isn't it? And, yes. uh, boy, you are really right about being open. I really have tried so, so many therapies uh, for myself, uh, particularly over the last uh, 10 years after my wife died. And um, it seems to be the case that uh, something just uh, appeared to me for one reason or another from a conversation or something I read, and then I was drawn to it. And in most cases, that particular therapy or approach has been exactly what I needed for the time. So I do that, I get that, I find there's incredible development for me and healing, and then uh, all of a sudden that runs its course, so to speak, and then I find something else uh, presents itself, and then I, uh, I'm drawn to, to do that. So uh, a lot of the uh, kinds of therapies and possibilities uh, that I'm, I'm, I'm uh, opening up as possibilities for people with the symptoms of Parkinson's are actually ones that I've done myself and have some experience with, and so know that there is the possibility they can uh, be of some assistance to people. Yes. You're really, your inner mind, I don't know what you'd say. You're, all of us, if we just lean back and relax and let the universe give us the answer, I, Lenore, cannot give you the answer about what's best. If you tell me you're choosing between three things, I would then just discuss it with you until it kind of came to a conclusion, which could change, but that we talk it over, we think about it. Well, I'd go to him because he's doing good work, but he's two hours away, and that's going to stress me out more because I'm not getting the two hours of you know taping or uh -huh. I can do some of it. But it doesn't fit, whereas, oh, he's ten blocks away, you know, that sounds good, and let's think about that and discard the other choice. I think it's the way we make choices work for us in other fashions for other things. Should I go to the wedding or shouldn't I? Ah, right. Yeah. In, in a way, you're really able to help individuals listen to themselves and to their own inner wisdom. And yes. to be able to then make choices that are the best choices for them and for other people as well. That's Thank you. That's really what I want to do is facilitate them doing, not me. It's not about me. Right. And it's not about their friends. It's about their friends telling them these things are available and then just narrowing it down. And if they're stuck between two choices, they have you, they have friends, they have other people, and they have rational people. And if they make a mistake, which they think is a mistake, 
maybe the universe wanted them to go down that lane, even if you think it was the wrong lane. Ah, that's interesting, because there was a lesson to be learned. There's a lesson to be learned, and that there's a lesson at the end of that road, or in the middle, (laughs) that you need. Right. And you're making a judgment, and the universe is the one to do that. That's so interesting. I once took went away some weekend to meet people and go to a healing thing. I don't know if it was at Woodstock or some other place. And it kept coming up because I use a pendulum sometimes or um, kinesiological arm test. And it kept coming up to go to this weekend. And not all the courses were ones that I particularly wanted. But I said, what the hell? What do I know? (laughs) So I went to the other, and I met somebody who became a lifelong friend. Oh, how interesting. And it wasn't about the courses, and it wasn't about all the other things. The courses were great. Going was great. But the friend was even greater. How interesting. Do you still do that kinesiological or muscle testing when you try to make decisions? Yes. And how do you do it? Is it with a pendulum or a tea bag or anything? It's with a book or a chair. Usually a chair. Everybody's got a chair. So I just make a little prayer to begin with and a little prayer afterwards, and just um, then lift up the chair and say, "I want the chair to be heavy," which is a no. And then I try it again and I say, "I want the chair to be light," which is a yes. And then I do that once or twice to make sure that I'm getting resistance from picking up the chair so I can tell which is a yes, which is easily moved, and which is no, which is a heavy chair. And then I'll say, should I go to the seminar this weekend? And the chair either sits there (laughs) and does not cooperate, or it sits there and then it goes, whoosh, and I lift it. Now, you can do that. I may repeat that sometime, but I also, in a supermarket, you know, you suddenly don't know what you should eat, and is that beef good, or is the fish good, or is, should I be eating chicken? And what I do is I find a gallon jug, and I say the little prayer, and I say, should I eat the chicken, should I eat the beef, or should I eat the fish? And it would be the appropriate reaction that it will be heavy if it's a no so I would get a no for the beef, and let's say I'd get a yes for the fish. So that would be like maybe a gallon of water that is yes. for sale in the grocery store. So you could literally even take the gallon of water over to where those three right. items are and then just begin lifting it up and right. asking. And so the lighter one is the yes. Yes. What if they're all three heavy? Does that ever happen so there's not a good no. choice? That never happens. There's always one. Maybe two of them will be good. Oh, okay. But I never, never really got three that were good and uh, a gallon jug it could be and it could be apple juice or I don't know what's on the bottom shelf soap whatever's heavy is the, is the what, point the, yeah there's no limitation that you're, de- you're picking up chlorine <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter what really is the object because that's not the point because yeah, somebody's going to say oh that's poisonous oh. it's not what it is it's what it will be when you use it as a guideline to what you should do. Now, it doesn't work for gambling. (laughs) It does not. Why not? Yeah, well, that's the question everybody has. Why doesn't it work? (laughs) 
what that horse, that horse is not going to be in, <laughs> in the universal consciousness. So I can't use your chair approach to be able to figure out the lottery numbers for this weekend? Is that what you you're saying? You can try. I <laughs> can try. Now, I, I want to be very specific for people because I know people are going to be fascinated with the approach that you use. When you say you lift up a chair, a uh, chair typically has a back and, of course, the arms. Now, are you standing up straight and, and picking up the chair at the, at the back? Or because you sort I of, don't care what they do. It doesn't matter. So you can, pick, you can lean down. It with their legs. It, it's really irrelevant is the point, is, is yes. uh, you'll get the information no matter how you pick up the friggin' chair or even what chair you use, right? It doesn't, right. Nothing, nothing matters but the connection uh, between we're so connected to one another. I'm connected to you because it's, it's also we're both healing each other now. As I ask questions and you ask questions and I answer them, we're healing each other. This is an experience that will go further than just this phone call. And so it's further that whatever you pick up, if it's heavy enough, uh, a pound of beef that you don't normally eat, or two pounds, if you're a man, or three pounds, it'll work because your intention is to have a message. Uh and these kind of uh, choices and decisions, as you explain, can be made for for any decision context. For example, if you're in the health food store and you're trying to decide on what particular supplement to purchase, you could use the same technique. Uh, you, not only that, you brought up a great point, um, that you can check your supplements each time you're going to take it. There may be some that you don't need to take again. At a, at a particular time or a moment. So instead of right. just automatically taking them, you can ask, does my body need this now? And, right. and get the answer. Or for, you can do that for medication then too, anything that's prescribed. I don't really answer that's my personal choice about medicine because I'm limited, yes, for medicine. And other people believe in it and the doctor believes in it. And I wouldn't really want to tell anybody not to take something or to take something. So I work on the natural things. And I oh. would not ever suggest somebody don't take your medicine. Right. So that's not in the area that you really go with. And just invite the person to explore that for themselves, it sounds like. If they wish. And uh, they can argue with the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it sounds like your preference then isn't to go the prescription medicine route then. No, there's so many alternatives. There's Chinese medicine, acupuncture, acupressure, um, taking vitamins, uh, herbs. Herbs, I've found different reactions with people and different where they come from. Um, the diet, like European, they eat more beef. They can tolerate more beef. If they're from some other countries, they don't eat much beef or chicken, you know, whatever. But um, we really have to be, the AMA says, be in charge of your own health. So this is what I'm trying to do is tell people you can use different thing, modalities, different choices in find, getting an answer from somebody, but you really have to find your own way what's good for your body. I can eat uh, most starches 
but I can't really eat with impunity without being sleepy wheat. Somebody else can eat wheat because they don't usually eat very much of it and feel great and not get the slightest bit sleepy and eat a big ton of rice and go. <laughs> ah, right. Well, you really have to get your, to know your own body and the needs that your body has. That's the really most important point to sum up about food or vitamins is what you're saying is you really have to be in charge and know what you're doing and what your body wants and doesn't want. Right. I get a lot of questions from people all the time, and it depends on the specificity of their interest, but uh, the questions uh, will sound something like this. Uh, I've been trying to decide between uh, going to a Bowen therapist or a cranial cranial sacral therapist, and they'll say to me, well, which should I do? And, of course, I, I respond with, well, everybody is different, et cetera, et cetera. I'm wondering, can they, if they don't even know uh, uh, specifically the person yes. who's the Bowen and they don't even know the cranial sacral, but they have somebody in mind, can they do the muscle testing and, and yes. get some information I, from that? As far as I know, yes. I could do it. I could only do it mentally with you now. Like, tell me two things that you're interested in in the future. Oh, my goodness. Let's see. Uh, oh, I know, uh, but it has to be two things, not just one. Well, uh, no, I don't want to. I just want to show you that it comes up. It comes up the one that's dearest and dearest to you is the answer from the universe. So one of them is nearer to your heart wishing to do it. I can uh, do it that way. Let me think. Uh, I, I do... So many. Uh, okay. Continuing. Uh, two, two, there would be two that two different choices that I'm uh, currently making. The first would be I've been uh, going to an individual uh, who does something called Zen massage. Uh, I've gone to her four or five times with marvelous, incredible results of being able to release trauma that's been uh, trapped in my own body. And um, I'm now making a decision on whether or not to uh, uh, pursue a fifth or sixth session with her um, or not, or to take a break. And then sort of a second choice is to engage, I'm always doing this, but engage in a detox regimen because uh, I'm always detoxing my body. So I've been thinking, I think it's time for me to go back and uh, you know find some detox regimen to do. So those actually, uh, if I had to say there are two choices that are up for me right now about what to pursue, it would be... I, it sounds like you've already decided. That that I need to... Uh, detox because it's time. Oh, there you go. Okay, that's very helpful to me. See, I wasn't really cognizant of that. Yeah, I, I wasn't hearing that in myself. Uh, because the uh, the Zen uh, massage has been so incredibly powerful, so uh, but I think that's right. I think probably the uh, the detox. Well, you, you can come back to the massage. Yep, exactly. I can always I can always uh, come back to that. But maybe I ought to. But I tell you what, your homework is: pick up a chair, say your little prayer, pick up a chair, and ask to be shown a yes, which is very strong. Uh, well, it's doing it this way it would be let's see um, a yes is lightweight chair or lightweight whatever it is say you have an apple juice and it's a gallon so you pick it up and it's lightweight that's good and if it's no it's too heavy and see which one you get an answer for 
I'll do it. So, I'll do it. You know, <laughs> I'm going to be lifting up chairs time. for the rest of my life now. You know, <laughs> well, thanks to you. <laughs> I have a, a amusing story. My son, I had two weights of 10 pounds each, and he used to lift them. And one day he heard in it. This is, you know, years ago he heard an advertisement for crazy glue. So he put the two on top of each other with the glue in between. And I went to clean in his room, and I lifted it up, and I go, oh, because <laughs> it worked. So then I figured, okay, if this is hard for me to move, then I can tell if it should be, you know, a no or a yes. And for 20 pounds, I would lift the yes for an answer, you know, right up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, though, I couldn't get it off the floor. Oh, wow. And you're a person that doesn't typically exercise a lot with your muscles? Right. Oh, interesting. Uh, that must have, your son must have been bedazzled. <laughs> oh, then he'd hear the clonk clonk going on if he was in the kitchen or another room. And he'd say, who's sick? <laughs> <laughs> now, does your son lift chairs all the time to get information? No, he he doesn't exactly believe in it. I see. Even after I, he watches his mother do all these incredibly helpful yes, things for people. And then he said, well, you know, well. But I get a lot of resistance, so it's okay. Because sooner or later they come back. <laughs> sooner or later, eating the right vegetables and lots of vegetables a day and drinking a lot of water and it's good water and doing all the things they tell you on every program today works. And people feel a difference in their energy and their health, and they're more positive. The, one of the great side effects, which they don't mention in the articles, is that the side effects from eating well and eating less chemicals is that you're clearer. Which so, is a great benefit. Yes. I you know, could go on and on about that, but I don't want people to... Oh, no, but, you know, have to eat differently. Yes, we have to. It's really crucial. I live in New York City, and the people on the bus take up two seats. Because they're so heavy? Yes. Right. I'm sorry. I'm so used to see. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't even finish it. So that's it. So they don't, they don't know what they're doing, and then they have knees that need to be replaced and veins that need to be taken out because they're popping in, in their legs and that they're not healthy. Because they're putting food into their body that's not right, really food. Right, and then heart, heart disease. Right, right. High incidence of heart disease for women. I uh, program here and there jump start to wellness workshops for individuals who have the symptoms of Parkinson's and uh, for one of the workshops I was enrolling people after giving a, a presentation to the Parkinson's support group and uh, a woman uh, and her husband came up and yes we're going to enroll and they signed up and we're very excited about uh, finding all the different things they could do to you know to, to get well and get, to get better and then a short while before the actual uh, workshop was to begin, uh, I got a call, and she said, oh, we've really struggled with uh, whether or not to go. We really want to go, but we've decided we can't attend this weekend. I said, oh, yeah, well, you know, things come up, and um, I certainly fully under understand. And then without asking her, she volunteered. Well, the reason is because we really can't go two days without eating sugar. And so that's a very important part of our diet, and we know we know we shouldn't 
but we just can't stop. <laughs> Not as if they couldn't eat sugar in the workshop, but you know there was an emphasis on eating healthy food, and so all of the meals were a healthy meal, so to speak. But they so, were telling you something else, weren't they? They sure were, and I thought, well, you know, you made a good choice. This is not a good way for you to spend your time. This is not what you need to be doing right now. So, uh, so actually, they made a good choice about what they needed to do. Excellent. Yeah, that's what I thought. They 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 knew themselves well. So, uh-huh. now, uh, you uh, do not have. A website. Um, no. You you do not have business cards. You're not out yes, there. Yes, I have a psychic card. Oh, you do have a psychic card. Oh yes. my God. Okay. Um, now, when people ask you to do readings, is there a charge for the readings? Well, if they don't have the money, I'll do a short reading on the phone. If they come to my house here in New York, um, Manhattan. Um, I usually charge a nominal, uh, what I think is nominal for a psychic, which is 50 to $75, depending upon the time. But they're getting a comprehensive view of not just, I guess I, what I think, it's not just disease, but it's moving away from disease. What you do. Right. Healing. Whatever step they take, it's tremendous. Because whatever step we take, it's tremendous when we try. I don't mean it heals us right away or anything, but we start the process of healing. Right. Now, you can also do consultations and readings for people at long distance on the phone. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And um, we talked about this uh, uh, before this uh, recorded discussion, but uh, as I understand it, uh, what you can do if you're interested in pursuing uh, getting a a reading from Lenore is you can email me, Robert, R-O-B-E-R-T, at parkinsonsrecovery.com. That's that's all one word, parkinsonsrecovery.com. And essentially, um, what I'll do is uh, convey the information then to uh, Lenore uh, so that she'll know that you're interested in being able to uh, connect with her. Uh, so that's what we decided we do. If you're interested in being able to, uh, to connect with her and get some support for your own healing, that would be the way to do it. Is there anything else we need to be sure and talk about? Well, that I've been talking about food and many other things because you know your interest in is everything but it is more directed toward issues that the person would have i mean we did some you know in the beginning and uh, questions you had and you know my psychic readings of things but in a psychic reading it it's a little bit more about what they're doing now and what job they're in and what they can do in the future but it's pretty much it's pretty much the same me with um just trying to facilitate what they're doing in a positive manner and there's really my theory is you can't do anything wrong oh that's certainly healthy i suspect a lot of people are hesitant to be able to seek out psychic readings for the fear that they're going to learn something horrible about what's going to happen in the future and uh, clearly in the, in the incredibly powerful healing work that you do for people, that's not what happens. No. Uh, it's, it's very positive, and you're focusing on essentially connecting with the individual and providing some, some guidance and support uh, in a positive way. Right. 
Yes, we're moving on, and I'm moving on with them. How interesting. So this is work you've apparently done your whole life, but you just realized you were a psychic in the last five years. Uh, is this the work that you've most enjoyed in your life? Um, well, I've enjoyed lots of things I've done. I'm an interior designer. I help people choose clothing I used to, you know, what they wanted to wear. And I had other jobs. I was the vice president of an 800 family co-op of food, so I was interested in food, interested in cooking, interested in alternatives, interested in change. I'm a Gemini, and they tell me that Geminis like to do a lot of things. <laughs> so uh, I've loved, um, I've loved the healing work because you see. Uh, changes, and even if the person doesn't see a change right away, um, in time, you know, somebody will say to them, gee, you know, you've lost a lot of weight, or gee, you are gained a little bit of weight, you know, a little flesh on your bones there, or whatever they say, but they, we enhance ourselves by just learning anything. So I think that I've always been interested in changing people and changing myself or at least supporting somebody who wants to change. And I think that's very important that we can change in our own direction that we want. And you, Robert, are constantly changing, constantly looking, seeking and finding and supporting Maybe thousands of other people. Yes, but that's also supporting myself, I might add. It's, it's in a way a bit selfish because uh, as I can uh, maintain my own positive attitude, uh, I'm also obviously helping a lot of other people. Well, they're also helping you. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And uh, that's really one of the reasons that I, I love to talk uh, to people all the time is uh, it's a two-way thing, just like you explained earlier, that we're actually each helping each other. Yes, it's and it's wondrous, and they'll all be enhanced. Yep, that's right, that's right. Well, I'm, I'm determined in terms of uh, the work that I'm doing to change that belief template that tends to linger out there that... Uh, in terms of Parkinson's, once a person has uh, the symptoms of Parkinson's, that they're always going to get worse. It's just not true, and uh, so I'm, I'm just uh, I'm dedicated to documenting the many, many, many thousands of uh, cases and individuals who are showing that that in fact is not true. That uh, there are lots of things people can do to be able to uh, get wonderful relief from their symptoms and and ultimately become symptom free. Yes. So you're giving each person a gift. Yes, that's the idea. That's right, indeed that's, the idea. That's yeah. wondrous because most of us don't get very many gifts. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that this is a uh, what could be more important than you know changing your mind and not listening to the system. Right. And how do you maintain such a positive and upbeat attitude about? what's going on with, with everything that's happening in your life? Well, um, how do I maintain it? By helping others. Ah, there you go. There's the answer. Huh. It's not about me. Right. And every day in every way, I'm getting better and better. Menzendecker said it, you know, in the 1800s. And it's um, it's 
changing oneself, I think, means so much. And with each person that I speak to, they change me. And the gift is they change me, I change them. Uh, how or I help them to change if they want to or if they want to go down that path. And if they don't want to, that's all right, too. Exactly. Yeah. One little step is enough. Well, I can feel in myself when I'm not changing, there's a stagnation that occurs. It almost feels like I'm, I'm a sewer inside. So uh, as long Never. as I can continue to change, then there's this life yeah. force that bubbles inside me, and it feels really luscious and delicious. But, uh, boy, oh, when I notice I, I get stale and I'm not changing, uh, it, all, it really feels like a sewer to me inside. <laughs> I don't it's like this. Because it's a happy sewer. Yep, yep. All that energy gets stagnant, and uh, oh, it gets... No, but you don't, because you don't allow it. Well, I, that's right. Your nature. I, the truth is, I don't like the feeling. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it, so I like the other feeling a lot better. So I think you're surrounded by energy. There's, there's a really light emanating from you. Well, and, and the other truth of the matter is, Lenore, that uh, my, my incredibly wonderful partner, Deborah Russell, is, uh, is really an awesome woman. And uh, she, as they say in the healing word, vibrates at a very high frequency. <laughs> so, uh, because, uh, you know, we're together all the time, uh, I find it's pretty easy to, uh, to maintain that positive attitude. Yes. Well, that, that's what does it, the people we keep around us. Because one word of oh, <laughs> oh, it can you know? be. I know it can be so debilitating. And uh, some of the conversations I have with individuals uh, uh, go like this: uh, People tell me that uh, they've they've sought out support and help, uh, and gone to Parkinson support groups. But many people have said, "Well, I gave it a try, but I got so depressed, I couldn't continue to go." And, uh, of course, the reason is because uh, the group tended to sit around and uh, talk about uh, physical challenges that they were having or choices about nursing homes or wheelchairs. And so it just wound up, uh, for many people, being a very depressing experience. And so they would tell me, so I just, I just couldn't do it. I've heard great suggestions from people just over the last couple of weeks about what individuals can do if you want to call it a support group or just a bunch of friends that happen to uh, have the symptoms of Parkinson's. But in one case, uh, the uh, people go bowling every week, not just every month, but they, basically their support group is a bowling group. And so they go and have a great time together and, of course, get great exercise uh, when they bowl. And uh, just this uh, this week, a few days ago, I interviewed uh, a uh, Dr. McGee, who's a uh, music uh, therapist and a professor and a researcher. And she said uh, that she works with individuals in London, England, who uh, basically get together e every week, and they are in a choir, so they sing. And, and that's their support group, is they basically sing together. And uh, I'm actually hopeful uh, that I'll be able to actually interview some of those individuals because she said it's just just incredibly remarkable that the people who are together singing, they just have such a life force and such energy. And it's due in part to the fact that they're getting together and doing something very positive. That, that's wonderful. And I can add one other thing. <laughs> not many people think of my friend who's a nurse who isn't doing the nursing anymore but she watches how I'm doing and she said after we play cards <laughs> and we play gin rummy or some kind of rummy game 
She said you were always walking better. Oh, is that right? <laughs> oh, that's great. So, well, but we're our minds. We're being challenged. Yep. So I I just think it's a marvelous thing and for people who like to play cards because it used to be that people played a lot of cards. Now they don't. Now don't so much, but it really does exercise those uh, neural pathways and makes new neural pathways uh, when we challenge ourselves with any new situation. Yeah, I interviewed uh, Leif Ogard, who's the author of I don't have I have Parkinson's, but Parkinson's does not have uh, me. It's a, a wonderful book that he's just finished, and he said one of the things he does every day, five days a week, is table tennis with his neighbor. So he gets together, goes over to his neighbor's house, and uh, they play uh, table tennis, ten rounds. He said, and he said it's pretty demanding, but it's a lot of fun. And, Isn't uh, that marvelous that he can move that well? Yeah, well, apparently it, it really makes a big the Physical exercise is, for him, what's making a huge difference. He does archery every day. Wow. He plays golf. He said that, that being able to get out. And I said, well, how much exercise do you do every day? And his answer was, I do as much as I can. <laughs> I get out and I move. And uh, he even said that day that uh, he, he got to his new home he had just purchased after earning so much money in the new business he started, after getting, after being diagnosed with Parkinson's, he bought a new house and he said he went out uh, that morning, the day of the interview, and he shot an arrow at the target and he, and he did a bullseye. <laughs> he said, that's, wow. that's pretty remarkable. How lovely for Yeah, him. that's what I thought. It was just, oh, what an incredible story. And basically his report was that his life was full and uh, exciting, and, and it really sounded like his life was actually even richer uh, now than it, it was uh, before he's uh, been experiencing the symptoms of Parkinson's. So it's really a remarkable story. I think I think that's a, a lovely way to put it, because I get more phone calls now of support friends, you know, and every time we go through different phases, we in, get enhanced lives by the different things we're exposed to. Right. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that lovely, Jim? So are there any other questions that you'd like to ask? Do you know, I think I've run through my list. Well, I hope I sounded like I'm answering your questions. You did indeed. You gave me really all the the help and assistance and guidance that I really need at this point. So uh, I think I know where to go from here, uh, thanks to your help. You're and, very welcome. And I want to invite uh, all of those uh, out there that are listening to this, um, if you're interested in, in, in pursuing a reading from Lenore, please email me, or you can also call me. Uh, the phone number is 360-866-9297. The name is Robert Rogers. This is Parkinson's Recovery. And uh, what I'll do is basically confer that information to her so that we can connect the two of you and you can pursue uh, the possibility of getting a psychic reading from her. I want to thank you so much for being uh, with me today and uh, for literally making my day, if not my week, if not my month, Lenore. Oh, you're most... Or, oh, uh, it's most rewarding for me. It's most delightful for me to work with you, and then it isn't work, and it's uh, enhancing both of us. It is indeed. Thanks so much for your suggestion, and uh, I'm going to be lifting heavy chairs here for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> clunk, clunk, clunk. That's right. The healing has worked. <laughs> That's right. Thanks okay. so much. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. My thanks to Lenore. Uh, this is Robert Rogers. I'm back live for giving us that incredible gift of insight.
And as you could tell from that uh, interview, I had a delightful uh, time. Uh, it was truly enjoyable and informative uh, for me personally. I also want to tell you what's up uh, for Parkinson's recovery. I've been working all week on developing a program to uh, provide people support every week, uh, something that comes in the snail mail uh, that's positive, that's upbeat, and that gives you the kind of attitude adjustment you may need when you get down in the dumps. Uh, it's called Parkinson's Weekly Reader. Uh, and uh, we're uh, finalizing the negotiations with the company this afternoon uh, to be able to provide that uh, particular service. I'm convinced that what really helps is to be able to have positive support, continuous positive support, uh, to be able to help individuals uh, uh, transform their thought processes into positive uh, thought processes so that recovery becomes uh, sustainable. And so uh, look, look for that new program that will be announcing here soon, the uh, Parkinson's Weekly Reader. And that's what's happening on the shores of the Puget Sound, where all the women are smart, all the men are handsome, and all the children are truly loved. Know that you are on the road to recovery. Good day.